and welcome to our next Creator Chat. Uh, Gabby here. And today I am uh, speaking to an artist who has created a fantastic uh, web comic and graphic novel, uh, Witchy. So welcome, Ariel Rees. Yay. Hello. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here and having a chat. Um, how, you know, the world's a bit crazy at the moment. Um, how have you been coping? Have you been up to anything fun? Relaxing, creating, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what what have I been up to? Um, I've been coping okay, especially like I've sort of, I feel like gotten now into a rhythm where I'm sort of used to it and I'm making sure that like, even though I'm not going out to see people, I'm making time to actually like call people and, you know, have like, groups of friends, watch movies and that sort of thing. So that's been nice. Um, and also it's it's sort of been an excuse to catch up with a lot of friends that I don't usually see because I studied in um, Denmark. So I have a lot of uh, like European friends that we've all been, had nothing to do. So we it's very easy for us to um, manage time zones on the weekends and have a little, hang, have a little hangout. So that's been nice. Um, yeah, oh, sleeping a lot as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, creating too, creating too. <laughs> that sounds very fun. Yeah, I also found myself catching up with people that you normally don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speak to you or just have the time. So in one way, it's been quite nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, checking in on, on, on everyone. Yeah. Um, have you been back from Denmark long? Oh, yeah, yeah, for like two years now I graduated in oh god graduated January 2018 so like as a child were you into reading um, graphic novels or comic books uh, like style books uh, yeah I was I um, uh, but I, I sort of like, I wasn't really allowed to, well, uh, that's, that's like incorrect, but like there are a few like graphic novels and comics that my parents had that were like, we had like a Calvin and Hobbes book and um, what else do we have? Uh, like some of Matt Groening's like old stuff. Um, yeah, before he was, this, before he did The Simpsons. Um, but whenever I would, whenever we'd go to Borders and I'd sort of stare at like the manga section, my parents would be like, "No, no, you can't, you can't get those." But what you can do is, what you can get is like the how to draw manga books because those are instructional and they will teach you things. <laughs> but you can't get the. Um, it was very much that. Um, it's like junk food reading mindset. Um, yeah, which yeah. I get. I I bet they're regretting now, but <laughs> but I yeah I I also managed like I read a lot of web comics because um, that was like they were free and they were online and I could just you know get on <laughs> onto the computer and yeah yeah easily accessible. Uh, also, throw yeah. back with uh, orders. I don't know how many people would re remember that <laughs> book. <Bookstore. laughs> yeah. I know, I know. I just, it was always, um, we used to, we used to visit it quite often. It was like a fun treat. We'd all like go and spread out 
over the store and, and pick up different books. Um, oh, always yeah, and I was always, sorry. They were always like really big stalls, so you could go, like, yeah. just go find a place to sit and then you weren't disturbed yeah. for like hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they always had like a massive like graphic novel and manga section, which I would always just like stare at, <laughs> even if I wasn't allowed to buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> just go over there and just flip through some things and be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it was like, oh, there's there's a titty here. Like, yeah. that's not appropriate. <laughs> I remember when I was, like, flicking through some of them, I'm like, oh, okay. It's a bit, uh... Yeah. Raunchy. Yeah. Although yeah. <laughs> I still find that now, like, we... I work in a school, so in the, up in the senior library, sometimes, um, like, girls request them, and well, that's all fine, and I always flick through them, and I'm like, wow, it's still really quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> oh, did, were you, did you get the instructional uh, drawing? Manual? Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have some of them. So, like, they're, like, I mean, some of the ones I got were of dubious quality, but some of them, like, they're actually quite, you know, well-drawn and that sort of thing. So it's, I keep them, um, I mean, I, I keep, I have, like, a lot of my old, like, childhood books. Um, yeah, it's a nice. It's nice to flip through them every once in a while to remember my roots. Yeah. <laughs> Where did I come from? Yeah, <laughs> reminisce. Um, yeah. Were you always into drawing um, and creating different styles, um, or did you have a set style, or what was it like? When um, you yeah, I. I mean, I think. Um, I've I've always been really into drawing, like ever since I was like I know, I think I think like as early as seven, I have like memories of seeing this drawing that one of my friends was doing and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I like tried to copy like her style. And then later on it was like I was really into Pokemon, um, like obsessively so. <laughs> and I would like check like trace the drawings and I was like oh, I have to memorize how to draw Pikachu off my heart so I was yeah I think from an early age I was like oh, I gotta like I was really interested in um sort of trying out different styles and like copying different artists that I like and that sort of thing and I was on um there are a lot of like online drawing communities that I was on from a young age and like they were mostly other like kids like from anywhere between age nine to 15 you know all just like sharing drawings and that sort of thing so that was like a really nice starting out place like community feeling yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's really cool i i never knew about those communities yeah 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 oh, that's pretty fun yeah um, yeah uh so for those who haven't uh read witchy uh web comic or actual book um same thing but uh what uh, can you give us a quick what it's about um, yeah, it is about, um, uh, it's set in a world where the, where everyone is a witch, regardless of gender, um, and the length of your hair determines the strength of your magic. So if you have, um, short hair, your magic is generally weaker, and the longer your hair gets, um, the more powerful you are. Uh, unfortunately, uh, those with hair that's deemed too long, are um, uh, thought of as threats to the kingdom 
and are annihilated, which is called a witch burning. And um, uh, it follows this, the protagonist, Nini, who um, uh, her father was killed. I'm like, what's my comic about? Uh, <laughs> her father is killed um, in a witch burning when she's quite young. And so she hides her hair, um, her long hair, because she herself is afraid of becoming an enemy of the kingdom. Pretty, pretty good. I, I never knew how to pronounce uh, her name. So, <laughs> actually, I just, I just realized, like I said, Nanive. It, like it was when I originally came up with it. It's, it was Nanive, but I'm trying lately to shift it to Nineveh because that's like a more like accurate to the setting pronunciation of the name. <laughs> So just just replace uh, me saying Nineveh just then and just, like, edit that into <laughs> Nineveh. Yeah. Yeah. I always, um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and sometimes they change the pronunci pronunciation of the uh, book one and book two. So it's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and I, I love that, that concept too, like, the longer your hair is, the more powerful you are, but you can't have hair too long. It's such a like a cool concept that I I know I haven't seen um, in my readings before. Um, although I yeah I <laughs> yeah you and I would both oh, like, we would it. no yeah. we, we would be very not important yeah <laughs> yeah I I liked I I thought it was like an interesting um, uh, balance to have like. You know, you can't just be like invincibly powerful with super long hair. You know, there is like a there is a trade off, and so it sort of creates a more interesting dynamic in the in the story. I think. Yeah, it's like it's all the, those boundaries. Like everyone has power, but you can't have too much power, and there's all these limitations. Even though, <laughs> so it's still very controlled. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. A big a big like theme of of the story is like the control of yeah the the sort of um regime under which everyone lives is very controlling and yeah it 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 um it hurts everyone so yeah <laughs> and so yeah it started as a as a web comic um did did you because being in those drawing communities did it, was it easier to start the webcomic because you've been reading it and you'd seen that format, um, you know, growing up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was sort of like I remember I think like basically from like age 13, you know, I was reading a lot of webcomics from people like of similar ages to me, probably like a little bit older, you know, but um, I was always really attracted to it as a medium because... Um, it was so accessible, um, everyone, like, you didn't have to get a publisher or anything. So I basically from, yeah, when I was really young, I was like, I'm going to make a webcomic. Um, and obviously, <laughs> like, I started, like, making all these characters and, um, you know, starting to write stories and never got around to it because, you know... <laughs> I was a child with the life and all of that. Um, and it's, prob it's probably good too because they wouldn't have been particularly good 
stories if I had started then. But um, yeah, so it, it took, obviously it took me a, a while to get around to like properly making one. I actually did make one, I think um, when I was in year 10, uh, I got about five pages in and then realized it was a lot of work. And I was like, I actually should focus on, on school instead of this. So <laughs> I stopped that pretty quick. But yeah, once I, uh, like after my first year in uni, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to actually try it for real now. So yeah, it was, it was a bit of a journey, but yeah, it was, it was always something that, that I was attracted to. That I was like one day, one day I'll do this. Cause I, it was sort of like, um, you know, it, um, reading web comics as a kid had been such a foundational thing for me. So I sort of wanted like the, the appeal of web comics to me is like, everyone can read them. They're access accessible to to everyone, it doesn't matter. I mean, so long as you have a computer, um, you know, that was always really appealing to me. And that's also why, like, I kept the webcomic, I wanted to keep the webcomic online, um, even after I published the first graphic novel. I mean, first of all, because it, it keeps going after the graphic novel is done, but <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and what was that, um, what was that like? Because you've been writing a webcomic for a while now. It's a few years? Yeah, stupidly long time. Like, uh, was this year my sixth anniversary? I started in 2014. So yes, oh. this year was my anniversary, yeah. which is an extremely long time, considering I'm maybe like a little over a third into the story right now. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what, what was it like seeing like your webcomic become uh, like a, a graphic novel that people can hold and love and, you know, have it. Yeah, it was, it was really exciting. Like, um, I, I, like the, I think the part of the um, production that I enjoyed the most was sort of like, see, like redrawing, like updating some of the art, some of the colours and, and getting all the lettering for the first how long was it? Like the first three chapters completely revamped because it made the books look so much more like fresh and it's like, ah, oh, it's all cohesive now. Um, that was really exciting. And it was, it's just been nice to like have a publisher do that stuff for me. <laughs> like, oh, like you can do the advertising and the, like you are doing the selling and I can just sort of now sit back and <laughs> yeah, watch it all happen from far um yeah so that's it's it's been cool yeah. I'm very I'm very I was very flattered when I initially was approached um by Lion Forge to to publish it so yeah <laughs> I, I had seen some of the webcomic I hadn't read all of it and then when I um was just looking for some books to buy for work I came across it and I was like oh <laughs> <I'm starting." laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I'm inter like, how, how, how do you come across it? Because I'm, I'm interested in knowing, like, how people find, um, um, I, I know librarians all have your own special. <laughs> well, you know, you get, you, you start looking for something and then all of a sudden you're down this rabbit hole on the yeah. internet. <laughs> Like I've seen it, I've, I've seen it a few times throughout the years, and yeah, it's, I've always been like, oh yeah, that's, and then I go back to it, and I, then I read a bit more, and um, so yes, it's always 
you know, you sort of get down and then on Twitter as well and people see things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's all very... <laughs> I just get in a web of internet. Yeah. <laughs> my, oh, this is quite... I'm going to keep reading, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I find things. But <laughs> a bit odd, but that's all right. <laughs> um, uh, story, book. Uh, yeah, how did the... You know, it's been going such such a long time. From when you initially started writing it, how has this has the story changed a lot, or how has it developed and changed through the years? Um. Yeah. I. I mean. It. The funny thing is, it's always been stupidly long. It's always been like around like. I think from the beginning, I was like, "This is going to be a thousand pages," and I just, I just, I just have to commit to that. Um. But yeah, it's it's definitely developed over the years. Like, um, it's become. I feel like the plot has become a bit more radical than it initially was. Like the the sort of messages and and goals that I that I have with the story, um, and it's definitely matured. Not in a way necessarily that it's like thought. It's become for older readers but just like the what I'm trying to say with it has has matured as as I've grown up because I started writing it when I was like 18 or 19 so you as you can imagine the sort of gap of maturity between the <laughs> between I'm 26 now um the gap of of sort of maturity but that I have gained over that time has uh yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a very different person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Being 26 myself, I completely understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It changed. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I, I think still sort of, I always had in mind, you know, I had the start planned out and I had the end planned out. And those two points have still, obviously the start has stayed the same because the start is the start and I can't change that. But um, the end point has stayed mostly the same, but I think the um, the way we get there has, has matured a bit. Um, although, like, I have to say, like, the most of the plot points has stayed the same. But yeah, like when, when I first started it, like I did not have, I was like, I know where I want to get and I'll, I'll just see how I get there. But so I didn't have an outline at all because why, why would I need that for a thousand page comic? <laughs> so much time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I honest, like honest to God, I didn't write like a full proper outline for it until 2017. So <laughs> like I had, yeah, I had like, sort of um dot points but I was like okay I should probably like it actually wasn't until publishers were like hey we're maybe interested in, in publishing a book I was like oh I should probably yeah write that for you yeah okay so it wasn't it was still wasn't even me it was outside influence <laughs> that had to convince me <laughs> um but yeah so yeah it's that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it's pretty cool that like the ending has still stayed the same, even though it's been going on for so long. Like that point is is definite. Um, yeah. I know when some people start, like you know, you start something and you have this idea, 
of how it's going to end and obviously because it's gone for so long that the end morphs into something else. But no, I think that's pretty cool that the the end and the conclusion is still the same and it's just how you're getting there has changed and adapted as time has gone on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, I, I, I too am sort of like, huh, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's interesting how I stuck with it. I think, I think part of it is to do the fact that, like, although it wasn't, like, entirely my intent um, when I first began, but, like, the general story structure like stays pretty close to what you would consider to be like the hero's journey or like the three act structure like more or less so yeah it's it's sort of there are I think for the kind of story I'm telling there are only so many endings that you can um (laughs) you can end up with um but yeah it's exactly it's it's how you get there that that makes it interesting (laughs) The old journey, as they say, it's the journey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, another thing that I really enjoy about the comics is that the, that the characters are so diverse. Um, did you have a uh, intention behind that, or did it just happen? Um, yeah, it was. It was definitely um, intentional. I, I think, like when I first started it, I was really. Like I'm, I'm half Asian myself. I'm half Indonesian. Um, I was really, uh, like, especially growing up in Australia. Like, I really felt the lack of Asian representation growing up. Like, I found that quite um, difficult. Uh, like, I also <laughs> also grew up in a very white neighborhood, so I was like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. There are just like so many like episodes in my life where I remember like people like a lot of kids almost like didn't realize that brown people existed I know it was wild but yeah like so it was it was really like something that I felt that I missed out on as a kid so it was really important to me like hey I'd really like to have um you know a really diverse cast that you know not just sort of satisfies my own, like, desire for representation as an Indonesian person, but that could potentially, you know, other, you know, other people from around, like, Asia and, like, Asian diaspora um, could read it and be like, oh, hey, there's, like, you know, there's an Indian character, there's a, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, for instance, recently um, in the webcomic, uh, currently there's a... um, uh, there's a Persian character and one of my Persian friends was like, oh, like, it was really exciting to me that you, you know, had a Persian character in in the comic. So um, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's, it comes from a desire to like reflect the reality of the world, but also sort of, I, I often joke that, um, that which is the comic where everyone's brown and no one is straight. So obviously that's not that's not the exact reality of the world, but um, an enhanced reality, perhaps. <laughs> I know reading a lot myself, there is not a lot of diversity when it comes to things. Um, still, which is quite confusing to me because we're in mm. 2020. And yeah. <laughs> I assume that um, things that 
you, well, you just would assume. Um, yeah. <laughs> along. Um, but I know with, um, I read a lot of uh, young adult uh, books about uh, mental health problems. And still that is such a, and uh, gender issues as well. So that's, it's still not as, they, they're not as frequent as other books. And they're so important um, for young adults to have that representation in their lip, like the stuff that they're reading to make them feel that they're not, you know, so different or so alone or something to connect with. Yeah. It's particularly interesting what you say about the mental health like not there not being a lot of like mental health representation because I feel like every every child in this upcoming generation has like some kind of if, if not like a deep anxiety something else so, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, yeah no, I mean I, there, there are a lot of books yes but I feel like there's some that I read that are really like oh this is a true not a true but a very close to what maybe people are feeling and then there's other books that just write it because they can yeah and not necessarily want to um, represent it as mm. well. Um, yeah. But yes, no, a lot of, you would, yeah, again, you'd think in this day and age. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I try to, I, the thing I really strive for in, you know, in representing other cultures um, is that authenticity I, that's really important to me. It's not just like it's not just representation and and diversity in name. It's actually like, oh, like I can see, like I want other people to say, oh, I can see you've done actual research into these cultures, into these people, and that sort of thing. Like that's really, um, I try really hard, and obviously I, I can't. I'm I'm not perfect, and I could always improve. But yeah, I think as long as as you have that, um, you have that desire to just keep learning and 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 listen to to other people that's yeah really important in, in representing everyone or as many people as you can <laughs> yeah well you do feel like you do feel that when you read it like it doesn't feel it you know you can real you can read something and it either feels authentic or it feels not, not so authentic um or that the author or creator has actual intent behind creating these characters um and wants to do it well. Um, and I, I, I feel that with Witchy when I have read it. So oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Good to hear. <laughs> um, so no, it, it, it is, it is, uh, is a really great read, guys. Um, <laughs> get on it. Uh, just, <laughs> so when, uh, the, what are the pages released every, are they every week? Yeah. Yeah. And do you, uh, do you, you planned a few weeks ahead what, what yeah yeah so currently I have um a delicious five pages ahead which is good I like it's actually only been within the since uh since lockdown started actually that I have been built I've built up like a proper buffer in advance um because most like throughout most of the run of witchy I've been doing it on a week by week basis um, uh, or I'll be like one week ahead. Uh, but obviously like I have, so currently I, like I said before, I have the whole outline written for the story and um, the chapter I'm writing at the moment, I've written the whole script for that. So I'm a, currently about 
almost two thirds of the way into this chapter. So um, yeah, so I have that written. Um, and then it's just a matter of uh, like drawing the thumbnails, which is sort of like the tiny scribbly versions of the pages that I then copy, <laughs> like make large and yeah, yeah it becomes a template for the actual final pages. Um, but I usually do those like, so for instance, like I said, I have five weeks of updates in advance. I'll do in like three weeks time, I'll be like, I should start thumbnailing the next batch and then I'll, I'll do that. And then I'll, um, yeah, do it in advance. It, it took me about a week to get this current batch done. So I can actually get like roughly a page done every day when I'm working on it, but I have uh, other projects that I'm working on in the meantime. So yeah, <laughs> um, it's nice to, it's, it's nice to like get it all done and then focus on other stuff for a bit. Yeah. How many, how many pages of which you, is it over 300 pages that you've done? Uh, close to yeah. It's currently at 360 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the or is it more than that? No idea. Don't know how many pages are in my own comic. I think, yeah, I think I'm around 360. Uh, <laughs> um, the fans yeah. really have some, you know, time to... <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, Let's go on for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, the book is um 280, I think. Maybe, maybe like 270 of, like, actual readable pages. Um, like, not, like... Uh, extras or anything so yeah it's there's like another hundred that's not i'm terrible at math it's not like 80 pa pages or whatever <laughs> since the end of the book so yeah well these fans know that they're getting at least uh three more books out of it so that's <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> lots to lots to look forward to <laughs> um can you tell us about any other projects that you're working on yeah, um, I mean, like, I do a bit of freelance slash, like, at, at the moment I'm sort of working slowly on, like, an illustration portfolio, but I'm also currently actively working on another pitch for a different graphic novel, um, just uh, sort of depending on how, obviously can't say too much about it, like, just, like, how the second witchy book, like, it will, it will happen, but it's like, when will that happen? Like, that sort of thing. So it might be, um, a, 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 so it's sort of a second project to, to juggle alongside um, Witchy. Uh, it's a, I don't want to say too much about it, but it is a sci-fi um, romance mm -hmm. uh, set 300 years in the future in a, it's probably not an exact analog of this world, but <laughs> um, and it's about a boy who uh, develops the power to manifest his dreams in real life, including his high school crush. Oh. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I will want to read that. So that is yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I'm on one tick you got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, so just working I it's pretty much all written out, but it's just a matter of like doing all the additional drawing materials now. So that's 
uh, it's actually going pretty well. I was like, oh, this is going to take forever to do all this. And it's still going to kind of take forever because I have to do like a lot of sample pages. Um, but the actual like illustrations that I was worried about have not been taking too long so far. So <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've, at the start of lockdown, I was like not getting anything done, but I've, I think I've finally reached this, like a equilibrium where I'm able to be productive again, which is good. That's probably better than most people. I yeah, I just yeah. kept going to work, so I just kept going. To yeah. Work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I say that, but like, did I work yesterday? Not really. You know, it's like you have you have good days, you have bad days. <laughs> But, uh, no, that's, that's, that's good. So I'm yeah. Excited, excited for that one. Um, yeah. Everyone so, rest up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only do we have 700 pages left of Witchy, we also have another one. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so that? much to look for. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you been reading anything uh, lately? We normally, uh, in our creator chats, we ask for like three recommendations. Um, mm. Yeah, um, I big recommendation. Uh, I recently, I say recently, a few months ago, I finished reading um, Gideon the Ninth, which I have not stopped thinking about. Um, it's about lesbian necromancers. There's uh, there's mystery. There's intrigue. It's super funny. Um, I had a really good time uh, reading that. Um, I feel like I should recommend some graphic novels. Uh, I really, um, one of my favorite things that I've been, uh, like I've, I've actually read it all, the original um, fan translations, but I've been slowly collecting the official English translations now. Um, Shimanami Tasogare, which is also known as Our Dreams at Dusk, uh, which is about a um, a kid in, <clears throat> in sort of regional-ish Japan um, who's just realised that he's gay and it's about him finding this other, like, LGBTQ community within his town and sort of coming to terms with himself and his identity. Um, and it's really just, like, beautifully drawn, um, beautifully told story. Um, and also... Uh, I feel like I've mostly been reading um, manga lately, but <laughs> um, another one of my favourites is um, uh, Dungeon Meshi or Delicious in Dungeon, which is the English translation, which is about um, a group of adventurers who uh, the main character loses his sister while they're adventuring in a dungeon. And they, he's like, oh, and sort of they get kicked out and end up uh, at the start of the dungeon, but she's down, trapped in the dungeon, and they, they want to revive her, um, but they have no money uh, to buy anything, so they decide to go into the dungeon and eat all the monsters in there to survive. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a fun adventure comic, but it's also I, I love the imagination of like thinking of how to turn monsters into delicious meals it's really it's good fun <laughs> that does sound like fun and i didn't wake up today that i would hear the phrase lesbian necromancy <laughs> <laughs> well 
Yeah. <laughs> now you have and yeah. and you get to <laughs> Well, yeah, that's how fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how can people uh, connect with you? Are you on the socials? Obviously, yeah. there's a webcomic, so get on yes. that. Yes. Uh, if you want to read the webcomic, um, witchycomic.com, or if you want to buy the book, you can just search Witchy by Ariel Slamet Reese. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm at Cousin Eggplant on Twitter um, or I'm at Ariel Reese on Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> well, um, there you go. Thank you so much for yeah. uh, joining me today. And, um, yeah, thanks. It's been a, it's been a great chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I hope everyone enjoyed and um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>